0: This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified. Unique. Voices. Learn more at univazpods.net
1: Hello. My name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you! Hello again, my beautiful screamers, and welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. Tonight is episode 282, I think. I don't know. It's Christmas Day. Hooray. So to celebrate Christmas Day, we're doing a kid's movie. Nothing scary at all. Well, it's a little bit scary. Okay, it's kind of scary, but it's not too scary. It's just a little bit scary. It won't make baby Jesus cry, and it won't make Doug Shapiro plots himself. Which is good because he's our special guest today. The movie we're talking about is the DreamWorks feature Paranorman, which is from some year I don't know what. Because, you know what? I don't care anymore. I've had it. I'm just done. I'm done. I'm done. The wait. Okay. For those of you who are just tuning in, hi. I'm sorry I'm angry, but it's uh, Christmas Day and I'm by myself again. Hooray. And this kind of all just settled in my head the past couple of days and really just sank in and it's just been festering. And here we are. Which is why I said, you know what? I'm not putting out an episode on Monday. I need a few days off. I thought that would help. It didn't. So here we are. Here we are talking about a kids' movie, and the host is pissy. Well, there's plenty of reasons to be pissy. To be perfectly honest. Because the uh, fundraiser coming to an end, and um, I'm just really disappointed. I'm really disappointed in the turnout and donations. Because I look at the downloads, I've been saying from the beginning, I look at the downloads, I see how many people are out there listening. And doing absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. And what made this even worse was that on uh, Christmas Day, right up the block, they found the body of a homeless trans woman, a young trans teenage woman, about 16, who had been murdered. And that was just icing on the cake. And I said, wow, you know, I don't even know when the last time anybody's called me on the phone. Like, I just realized I've been doing this potathon thing for so long. That the rest of the world has gone away. Like, I don't know where my friends are. Like I don't think I've seen anybody socially. since I think the last person I saw physically was Vanessa from the VD podcast. And that was Thanksgiving. And I'm just, I'm, I'm seeing all the pictures coming up online of my fucking family all having their fucking dinner. I'm like, you know, why do the assholes get to have a nice time today? And I'm here by myself. And to rub it all in, the people I'm trying to help are getting murdered up the street. And you did nothing. And I'm not talking about me. God bless us, everyone. But you know what? We are here raising money to help these kids. To prevent that from happening more often. And so, like I said in that episode last year, when I start to get like this, what do I have to do? Turn it out. Take all that energy that I'm turning in on myself and just push it out and turn it into something positive. So I'm going to go over to the donation pages and say thank you. To some people. And some of you have been waiting for a while. Uh, I don't know what I'm hurrying for because there's nothing for me to do today. I'm doing absolutely nothing. I'm sitting in the house all day. Hooray. Hooray. Maybe I'll just wassail myself. Who knows? That was dirty and I liked it. Good joke, Patrick. Okay, who donated? Okay, over on the Facebook page. Nobody? Nobody knew? Nope, there's absolutely no who donated on the Facebook page. You know, $15 would have got a room at the La Quinta Inn that's up there, in the parking lot. Actually, she was found in the parking lot of La Quinta Inn, which is actually a homeless shelter, but they don't... They put the hotel sign on it so people don't know, so the neighbors don't get angry. But yeah, it's, I know it's $15 to get a room in there for the night. I'm not saying that the $15 that you didn't give might have kept her alive, but maybe it would have. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay, anybody over on the uh, other page? Ah, okay, uh, Tara, G- uh, Tara Gardner. Tara Gardner sending love Canada. And yes, yeah, she sent $25, actually $28 in Canadian. That's awesome. Thank you, Tara. And she said, I'm just passing some of my Christmas bonus along. Thank you. That's the spirit of the season. Thank you, Tara. You're awesome. And uh, oh, Jay, mm, Jay Anthony. Jay Anthony, I adore you. You know that? Jay Anthony wrote, I wish I could donate more, Patrick, but I really hope it helps. Thank you for all you do for everyone. I only half looked at this because I'm angry and pissed off and not concentrating. And last year I know Jay was having some problems, you know, in previous podcasts, and he was he wrote me embarrassed that he was only donating like two or three dollars, and I said to him that I don't, that there's no shame in that. There's no shame in that. Motherfucker just coughed up $52.60. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Jay's been having a good year, and thank you for passing on that good love. So thank you, Tara. Thank you, Jason. You guys are absolutely fabulous. But the rest of you... (laughs) I'm trying not to be bitter. But it's really... Hard to be sitting here literally hearing the song that's the most wonderful time of the year drifting down the block while I'm here by myself talking to myself while the cat is losing her mind in the other room. And there's a dead trans girl in a morgue freezer two blocks that way. Uh, But fundraiser's not over. Redeem yourself. Redeem yourself. Let's get over that goal. We have about... $800 to meet the $4,000 goal. One show left. Can we do it? How much pushing are you going to make me do all by myself? Because all it really takes is you just like share some of these links that I'm putting on the Twitter feed and on Facebook. Share them with your friends and they'll donate. You just have to post it. Like just share it. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to write anything. Just share the damn thing. People People love giving. So I've heard. Anyway, I'm being very bitter. So I'm going to send you over to Bitter.ly slash SQPod slash Facebook. Uh, bit. No, it's not Bitter.ly. That was a bad joke. Forget I said that. Bit.ly slash SQPod N.A. That will take you to the alternative site. If you prefer to work through Facebook, Bit.ly slash SQPod FB for Facebook. And it's really hard to concentrate when I can hear smoochy snarling in the next room, and I know that means she's ripping up her tail, so I'm going to have a red Christmas in the living room. Uh, it's a great and fabulous day. And, of course, that brings us to today's episode of Paranorman. Uh, I am not happy with the quality of this episode. There are many things that went wrong in the recording of it. Uh, the biggest was it was supposed to be Doug and Trey. Trey Dean. You know, that old... My Abbott and Costello, whatever. They, I don't know. Yeah, they're the one two punch. When it comes to this time of year, uh doing movies. And um I don't know what happened. Trey didn't show up. I still actually never asked him. I, I whatever reason, Trey missed the appointment. So Doug and I have been sitting on the air for 40 minutes, just Waiting, 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 chatting, waiting, chatting, waiting, chatting, waiting. And when we finally got going, I was not focused. And listening, when I was trying to edit this, which is a mess, by the way. I remembered, oh yeah, that's right. i just seen It Part 2 and I was really pissed off again. Like, I didn't even bring up the thing I was pissed off about when I was talking to Doug. Like, yes, I brought up the gay bashing at the beginning. But the thing that really pissed me off was that they rewrote the ending. Because you know how in the book everybody forgets? They all start forgetting, all all the kids start forgetting each other while they're still looking at each other? Because that's the way it has to be. You can't remember it. The world would be better if nobody remembers. Well, they rewrote that ending. Yeah, now everybody remembers and the only fucking reason they did that was to give the fucking heterosexual couple the opportunity to literally sail off into the goddamn sunset. Because they were pretty. Of course, that means the gay character that you introduced for no reason, you know, the one that's still in the closet and never told the person that he loved uh, how he felt, and now that person's dead. Well, oh boy, now he gets to live with that misery and be a horrible, horrible, bitter old man like me for the rest of his goddamn life. I was angry. I'm still angry. That all carries through. And to top it all off, this is a while ago, and... Squadcast is out of beta now And they had just introduced A new version of it And it was buggy And I didn't realize how buggy Until I started editing it the other day Remember what happened When the Gaylords were on And Anthony's track Kept speeding up and speeding up And what I had to do to fix that problem I had to take every mi- I had to take One minute chunks, chunks Of that episode Slow Anthony's track down so that everything would match up tiny little infinitesimal pieces that's what i was gonna have to do with this episode because doug's track did that it's not his fault it's nobody's fault but i just don't have the time and i don't have the patience and and doug is doing the show right now so i asked doug to re-record the episode but he's busy that's fine these things happen but nah, everything's piling on top of each other not in a sexy way either Anyway, I'm not going to bitch because it's still Paranorman. There's lots to laugh about. It's a great movie. And keep an eye on the social media for Scream Queens because I'm going to have a screening of it on Sunday afternoon, most likely. And the link will be there, probably at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, we'll talk later after we talk about Paranorman.
2: Meet Norman Babcock. His family is a little annoying. Norman! Can't you be like other kids your age? And- I thought you said kids my age were too busy shoplifting and joyriding. <laughs> His friend is slightly peculiar. Will you get the door? I'm busy. Are you freeze-framing mom's aerobics DVD again? No. And he has a gift. Morning. That is rather strange. Hi, nice to see you guys. Hey, peace, man. Totally. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Can you see ghosts like all the time? Yeah. Awesome. Now you know who I am. The weird stinky old bum who lives up the hill? I was asking him. I'll bet no one told you about the witch's curse, did they? To save his town. A ghost is going to wake up and raise the dead. <gasps> You're the one who has to stop it. he will need a little help. I got you. Ah! And a lot of courage. Ah! Summer, Norman. Norman is so Norman. When the zombies come knocking, <laughs> is everyone all right? Nobody got bitten. I bit a tongue. Did that count? Only true heroes. I figured it out. I know a way to stop this. Oh, yeah. Can answer the call. It's really scary. There's nothing wrong with being scared, Norman. Ah! So long as you don't let it change who you are. Ah!
1: Oh, we weren't there yet. God damn it, Doug! No, I have to introduce you first. But I do love you anyway. So we have reached the part in the Halloween potathon where you probably need a little palate cleanser. We've had a lot of death, destruction, mayhem—very, very ugly, ugly, unpleasant things. So why don't we go to a more whimsical time? with a more whimsical person. I don't know, let's just get all childish. And for that one, we're gonna need everybody's favorite Frady Cat. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls at my GNCs, wherever you may be, may I introduce, coming back to the show, my superstar, guest extraordinaire, I got, I got, you know who he is, Doug Shapiro, oh my God. <laughs>
0: actually colic cleanser was my nickname in college please don't ask why because he tastes like a lemon
1: and he spat wine out his nose <laughs> that's why cams on podcasting
0: are fun <laughs> i hey, actually do back, eat Doug. Actually it's been do a while. lemons hole. they're good i finished the whole thing Pucker. even when it's garnered well why are you eating yeah, a lemon's hole isn't it already puckered stop that <laughs> and we're already at puckered
1: Hey, hey, and we're talking about a children's movie, of course, but we're not there yet. Yeah. Doug, how are you? Haven't oh, been please, here in a if while. if you want to be well, filthy, you go on a music.
0: children's theater tour, and that's when you swear the most. You've been there.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. When you have to do meet and greets, and you're like, yeah, fuck you very much. Thank Pick you for coming. Puppet. Fuck Pick you. Hope you died. Fuck you. You're adopted. Yeah, uh-huh. No, no.
0: <laughs> you might hear some. You might get some mail about that one. But it's the truth. All of them? And
1: the truth. Well, but the people you say shit like that in the meet and greet, like nobody cares, nobody cares. Doug, where what's been going on with you? You've been off barnstorming all summer long. I haven't seen you, and your hair looks
0: fabulous. Well, it's my paranormal look. The higher the hair, well, the closer to God. Yeah, but you know, his was at least straight. <laughs> well, nothing on me is. But yeah, I,
1: barnstormers, know. Barnstormers. I know. I know. The one time I saw it, I was like, well, "What's the look? Is it pointing at me? Is it pointing at the guy around the corner?" I can't tell. <laughs>
0: The ears are pointing one way; the hair is pointing another one. Some
1: people go both ways. Wee. So I mean, mm-hmm. last time you went mm-hmm. away uh, to go barnstorming, you came back as Gay Hitler, and then. And,
0: and oh my <laughs> God, Cal!
1: What happened to you this summer?
0: Uh, so this summer, um, <laughs> so this summer, um, my first role was the most challenging. I had to play a a straight man who's really into sports. It took every bit of craft that I had. I was a. Uh, uh, the first joke. Wait,
1: there's a ro- there's a role like that in in theater. <laughs> it's
0: called "Damn Yankees."
1: Oh, that kind of sports. Yeah, okay. That's <laughs> we. We have bats. We. <laughs> All
0: right. This is why you never really want to know an actor's secrets. A story. It's story time. All right. So. I'm there, I'm like, I'm watching the sports in the beginning, I'm yelling at the TV, everything like that, and I'm actually worried about, how am I going to do this believably? Please, please don't let, you know, the audience be thinking like, well, he should be singing Proud Mary, not watching a sports game.
1: Oh, is he watching the Great
0: British Bake Off? (laughs) That is a wonderful show. It feels so good. That's a tangent. Off the tangent. Um, So at the same time, I was prepping prepping an audition for uh, Fiddler on the Roof in Yiddish. So I had to learn... Uh, Like all the stuff to get it on camera and like in Yiddish, memorize the whole thing, a language I do not speak. So when the and I was like so nervous all the time that the lights would come up and I'd be sitting there watching the game. And all I had to do is like take a breath. and I was like "Ah!" (laughs) yelling at the TV and they don't need to know that what I was really thinking was,
2: how am I going to memorize all this music in Yiddish?
0: And there you go. Don't ask an actor's secret. Ladies and gentlemen, the actor's secret. There you go. Now, you know, that's something something you lay people people don't know about. (laughs) And then I did uh, two more shows. And uh, the second show I did was left on the 23rd floor. It was my 50th show there. 50th. Been there 19 years. My goodness. Yeah. My goodness. Could you not find the door? Patrick wasn't even born yet. How 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 do we get
1: him to leave? How do we get him to leave? Let's put him in the sports (laughs) show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Didn't work. It was still a musical. And I ran crew. Damn it, why do we think these things through?
1: Well, welcome back, Doug. It's a delight to have you. and good to be. we're here today to take a little whimsical break from the murder and mayhem of the Halloween countdown pod with a children's movie from 2012. So good. Called Paranorman. Ugh. Doug. Yes? Since you are my only guest since Trey Dean
0: stood us the fuck up. Men, you can't live with him. You can't sell him for the parts.
1: Ugh. If I get left at the altar one more time. Texans. Now they should secede. Jim. St- yeah. Uh-huh. He put. Yeah. Jim. He thinks he's Jim Sterling now. That's what it is. <laughs> he's, all, he's off ejaculating in a wedding cake somewhere. Nobody knows what we're talking about. Blue, but anyways.
0: Ju- blue ejaculation <laughs> in a wedding cake. Well. It was a red
1: velvet cake. Now it's a blue velvet cake. She wore blue. Does that make it purple? Never. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. You can't see me like coughing up an invisible hairball, but Doug can. Now, now I'll I can. Get fixed it's kind of
0: cool. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It felt a little something.
1: You, you, you just been like, wow, Patrick got really quiet. He must be thinking something really serious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is he trying to lick the microphone? What is he doing? Well, I do have jelly on it. Mmm. That's how they train <laughs> cats. Dun, 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 oh, dun, dun, dun. that's how they think they train cats. Cats train us. We're not getting anyone. Uh-huh. Anyway, Doug,
1: Doug, please, 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 please. I need you. I need you too. To, to knock shit off of my desk. We're
0: back while, to cats. Thank you.
1: Uh, while you give me a nice, tight thirty-second back of the DVD plot summary to the movie Paranorman I, in Yiddish. The clock starts now. <laughs>
0: I got volt. Have I got something to do? I'll do? It in the action, though I can't do it in the Yiddish. So there's a nice boy. His name is Norman. He's destined through birthright to save his town from a witch's curse. And his friend wears a tree. You're welcome.
1: now I know I asked you to do it in L- Yiddish, but you took a lot off the top there. <laughs> <laughs> a bargain is a bargain, but that was a little small That was like a smear of a plot, but it'll they're... take
0: a little off the top. It, it, I That's chose a big joke, son. My,
1: can you hand me my wallet? Don't rub it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> Suitcase.
0: <laughs> I know that joke. It's a good one. Not the way
1: I did it, but anyway. Yeah, so Paranorman was uh, animated hit uh, stop motion from the same people who brought us Coraline, the people who make children's entertainment fucked up and frightening but make it work. Absolutely. And it's wonderful. I had forgotten it, how good this was. I saw it in the theaters like, weeks after it came out and we're gonna come back to something. But when I was leaving the theater, I went, I can't believe I haven't heard anything about that. Right. That little surprise at the end. I said, nobody spoiled that. And also I haven't heard squawking from Concerned Moms.
0: Exactly, I was thinking that too.
1: Because I said, this is the longest I've watched Casey Affleck in a movie without feeling like he was going to rape me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Well, they stopped the motion. You know what we'll
1: do? We'll make him gay. <laughs> so one of the things that's important about uh, Paranorman is that it is the first ever appearance of an animated gay character in a mainstream
0: film. Is it really? hmm
1: mm-hmm. And it was the first PG film ever nominated for a Glad award. I don't know why they gave him trash bags, but they got an award for
0: Huh. <laughs> Aww. The stretchy kind with the twist tie. Here you go. They're useful. <laughs>
1: hefty 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 (laughs) but it's it's this whole supernatural treat it's a whole supernatural treat of a story and what i really enjoy about it is that i love when kids movies that are supposed to be scary handle the scary stuff like it actually delivers on scares not too hard but not cutesy poo shying away from it either, because it actually packs a wallop emotionally. They in the lean end
0: into of the fact that there are people that really—I'm I'm not one of them, because I am your resident for Cap—but there are people that just love that horror and gore, and they're good people, you know. And it's just—it's just what they love. It's what they lean into, and but it's not the point of the is that you know? Isn't that oh, here's this kid and he's weird because of this? It's just oh, here's a kid who loves this who's having some trouble.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, and it's also, I mean, the fact that there was a gay character and it caused a kerfuffle on the conservative side is probably not a uh, surprise. It wasn't as big a kerfuffle as I thought it was, but I can't believe there was an outrage that they put Elaine Stritch in a children's
2: movie? Are you crazy? (gasps) Are you nuts? What's happening now? Well, the zombie is eating her head, Grandma. That's not very nice. What's she doing that for? (laughs) Cause he's a zombie. That's what they do.
0: He's gonna ruin his dinner. Are you crazy? Well, you can edit her. You can. Sh-
1: well, I noticed that in the end, like she has one scene at the beginning and one scene at the end, and the one that's all heartwarming where she gets to talk to her her son that ignores her. Yep. She's a ghost. She's a ghost hanging around the house. That he's always like, yeah, no, she's not here. She's not here. She's not here. But he finally is accepting that she's here, and he's like, hi, mom.
0: She doesn't say a word. But can didn't say a word because Lane Strudger have been like, What? what? <laughs> well, I mean, he can't hear her, though. Is that really you know? how you're going to have to say that line? But only Norman can hear her. That's why. yes to the Phantoms, who launch. She did need a musical number. Every- so it's unfortunate that she didn't. But the one who killed me is that um, Alex Borstein was in it. Oh, here's the other Mrs. Thing. Maisel, sla- like Susie and Mrs. Maisel, slash Lois on Family Guy was in this movie.
2: Why is the witch always a hideous old crone with a pointy hat and a broomstick? I don't believe it's historically accurate, Miss Hensher. It's not supposed to be! It's supposed to sell postcards and keychains. So, let's try it again. Top of page six, Norman. Norman the founding fathers of Blythe Hollow discovered an evil witch amongst them. No, no, Norman, with gusto, like this, they put her on trial and hanged her. But the vengeful witch cursed her accusers, seven of them in all, to die a horrible and gruesome death and rise from their graves as the living dead their souls, their souls doomed to an eternity of
0: damnation.
1: About 20 minutes into the movie, I went, Is there any character in this who's not Doug Shapiro?
0: <laughs>
1: because the, ca- the character who almost walks away with the movie is Norman's
0: friend, Neil. Neil absolutely. Uh, played I've been by that a kid, kid
1: named uh, uh, Tucker Albrizzi, Walks away with the movie just adorable, upbeat, looks great in corrugated cardboard. I'm a tree!
2: Norman, wait up! I keep telling you, Neil, I, I like to be alone. So do I! Let's do it together! You shouldn't let them get you down. They always do stuff like that to me. Why? Because I'm fat. And my allergies make my eyes leak, and it's sweat when I walk too fast, and I have a lunchbox with a kitten on it, Ooh. and I have irritable bowel syndrome. I guess there's a whole bunch of stuff. Doesn't it bother you? Nah, you can't stop bullying. It's part of human nature. If you were bigger and more stupid, you'd probably be a bully too. It's called survival of the thickest.
0: It's just like that pot, like he... He gets what's going on, and yet he's still positive and up about it. And he's got the best asides as well. One of the best things about this movie are the asides not, that you have to listen They're not boobs,
1: for. they're pectorals. Exactly. Out my boobs. Out my boobs.
2: Hey, what's the big deal? Don't get your bra to twist, fat boy. This has nothing to do with you, so keep out of my way. Or what? Or, uh, I'll put you in the boobs. I don't have boobs. These are pectorals. Ow, my boobs.
0: <laughs> so one thing that I'm going to want to know from you, because I'm not educated in the horror genre, is there are things that I'm like, I think that if I watch horror more, I would definitely be able to appreciate that. And one of them is the opening sequence. So he's watching a horror, Norman's watching a horror movie with his oh, dead Zombie trip. movie, yeah. Uh, zombie movie, thank you. With <laughs> yeah, like de- you do. <laughs> but, there, but there are things in it that I'm like, I think that, you know, like, for instance, um, if there is a brain on the ground with bite marks out of it, and you step on it, in, and the actor steps on it in a heel, does it always squeak?
1: Well, it depends. Okay. Has it been on the floor longer than three seconds? True. But did you notice anything? Is, when it, is, it, is, it, is it an Abby normal brain, or is it a regular brain?
0: Abby something.
1: Abby. Abby something. Abby something. But no, that was generic zombie stuff and just bad act. I just like she was like ah ah ah. Take ah, to the camera. <laughs> Ah, ah, ah.
0: <laughs> and then the boom mic flies in She pushes it away She was very professional She was really trying to do her best mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Well Belinda would have just
0: <laughs> Belinda blinked was didn't not see invited me, didn't see me me shoving was boom not boom invited mic to be a my... Paranorman.
1: Oh she would have been great there. She would have been selling all the living dead pots and, and pans. <laughs> yeah it was pretty standard it just kind of set the tone and the mood It was anything specific But it actually dresses something that bothers me Talk to me like in real life, bothers me. Like, because it's taking place in this in the town of Oh, uh, Blythe. Bla- um, wait, I got it. Oh, Blythe, Blythe Hollow. Blythe Hollow. Yes. Blythe Hollow, which is uh, a fictional version of Salem, where apparently they're witch you know, they killed a the witch once, and now it's their tourist trade. That's always bothered me about Salem. That's why I don't want to go there. Like you murdered a bunch of innocent women. Exactly. And now you're making money and to be
0: spooky. Ma-
1: no, and, and making it cute and cartoon. No. no, 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 no. You you hang your head in shame about what you did. That's like a. I don't know. It would be. Like, it would be like if they made Auschwitz It's adorable.
0: Aye. I. Don't, you know, it, it, it's um. It's just, yeah, the, what came to mind was like this is a little highfalutin, but it felt like an enemy of the people. Um, by Henrik Ibsen, when there's like a spa that's and the waters are making everyone sick, and the guy tries to bring it up. And everyone's like, shut up, shut up. We make money off of this. Shut up. Mm-hmm. And for this, it was like, you know, their whole town's Where's identity is wrapped sick. up. That's what, yeah, yeah. Like the whole town's identity is wrapped up in like, yay, we killed the witch and it was wonderful. And, you know, and he's like, um, no. Zombies are good. Zombies can be good. Well, you should know. You played a singing one once. <laughs> Zombies are on your side, my side, my side. I think what's really great for the listening audience is when you have your head in your hands for long periods of time. It's very effective. Very effective. That's podcast. what
1: post is for. Yeah.
0: But you get to appreciate how well the
1: joke landed. Exactly. <laughs> and him the bird
0: agrees. Um, Actually, we were gonna we were yeah, gonna say somebody... that, that was Trey's voice, like I'm Trey, man. Just didn't pretend he was on the. I, I have
1: an opinion, but I'm too busy to just show up. I'm, ha- I had to go to a rodeo or something. I don't
0: know why. I'm a- I had to wrestle up some grub. I'm licking the rug, bearskin rug, la 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 la. Take that, Trey. I miss him so much.
1: This is Trey Dean speaking to you for the Great Tuning Humane Society thank you and the Chinese eat their feet nobody knows what we're talking about but we're making fun of Trey because he's not here unless he's, unless he's dead and he is here <laughs> what I thought, what I thought was, was funny is that Elaine Stritch is, uh, is, is his dead grandmother that's just sitting next to him while they're watching TV and they're having a conversation we don't know that she's dead until he goes into the next room and says uh, grandma wants you to turn up the heat because she says her feet are cold and the father says Uh, Norman your grandmother's dead, and I said, "Well, that would mean her feet would still be cold, right?"
0: Right. After some amazing pretty by cold. everyone and screaming and ah, falling off ladders and. But the thing that
1: was amazing is that the character of Norman in the animation has Doug Shapiro magic hair.
0: It's true, but actually, I mean, he actually looks like uh, Cody Smith McPhee, who plays the character, like who who voiced it.
1: Well, nobody in this family looks like anybody else in this family, so I want to know what's going on in this family. <laughs> The
0: animation in this is weird. It's Everybody really, looks really fucked But out. I really love the mom. His mom? Because his mom really looks like a hot, like a very, very attractive young woman. And then things started sagging. It was and brilliant. she had
1: kids. I should make the mistake of having kids and all just cave down. And all just cave down. Just cave down. Why, why did I do this?
0: <laughs> As opposed to the dad who's basically a beach ball with a terrible goatee.
1: A giant, a huge head. Huge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the thing is is that Norman sees ghosts and he talks to ghosts, and he sees them all the time, so everybody thinks he's weird. because that's weird.: Six cents, the cartoon.
2: I see a lane stretch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's having lunch and
2: wearing a hat. Does anybody still wear a hat? Is anybody left on that train? Because hundreds of people keep getting off of it. Is anybody still listening to the podcast? Because we've flown off track so hard.
1: That's because we don't have Trey here. Trey is our anchor.
0: He's always there with the whip in the chair.
1: God, I love him. I think, I think all y'all better be settling down now. <laughs> is
0: that Trey's voice now? I don't know.
1: I, don't know. I can't remember what it is because he's not here. <laughs> I, I I was also very happy that... Um, the bully in this is played by McLovin. Educate me. Uh, Christopher uh, Christopher Mintz-Plotza. He was in that. His big claim to fame was that he was in that movie. Oh, God, I remember what it's called now.
0: Well, he's got a lot of dragon and troll credits.
1: You know, you date a couple old ladies and a couple old guys, and all of a sudden you got dragon and troll <laughs> He He also had, Wrinkly girls need love, too. He also had some okay. great
0: asides. Like, you know, like, he'd be trying to, like, do graffiti and, like, write his name on the bathroom wall, and he kept misspelling it and having to cross it out. It was but he had to look closely it was great
1: nobody interrupts me when i'm about to get asked out by a girl that i think may have been paying attention (laughs) maybe (laughs) but he gets picked on at school and at school they're doing a pageant because it's the 300th anniversary of Blythe hollow murdering the town witch right and so they're in rehearsal for this pageant with the lovely alex bornstein who, again, Who is who is Doug Shapiro. Like, you have nice Doug Shapiro in, in, in The Best Friend, and you also have the real
0: Doug Shapiro. No, 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 you, please, you God. You need to do it like this. You need to do it like this. Please, God, no, no, I had- Look at me, look at me. Honey, I had that drama teacher. The one who's like, oh, do it like me, like this. like this. No, like this. <laughs> I had them in high school, I had them in college. I'm mortified. And sometimes you had them in class. Ooh.
1: Like as you always said, your husband <laughs> says your acting style is ham and cheese. So.
0: That's true. He says my kosher ham and cheese. Uh, so what, but, uh, what? So also, can we talk about the Tempest Bledzos in this movie? Oh, she sure is from the Cosby Show. She's amazing. And and also, like, step, what, step right back right now because I will shoot you. I will shoot. And what? One of the signs at the beginning, there's like, you know, panning through the town so you get to know what, what Blythe Hollow is all about. And she's talking to someone and she says, parking violation is my middle name. And the guy goes, really? It's And it just flies by. It's perfect. And she shot him, yeah.
1: <laughs> did, you catch, did you catch the um, tagline on, on the town sign? Welcome to Blythe Hollow? No, tell me, tell me. What else did it say? Welcome to Blythe Hollow. A great place to hang. I
0: did see that. Uh
1: but that's the kind of shit. I also love that it. it looked like Broomhilda. Yeah. The, the witch in the sun looked like Broomhilda, who I love. Right. A cup of tea, tea a,
0: cookie a, cookie a cookie, and you. you. I thought that was which, Bobby Pins. I thought she was called Witch Hazel. June 4 Actually, Actually, Doug, I believe she was called Witch Hazel. Oh, thank you for the correction, Patrick. I appreciate yeah, uh-huh. it. Yeah,
1: I, I yeah, I, yeah.
0: What would we do without you?
1: You know, it ain't easy being green because everybody looks the same.
0: It's true. <laughs> all right so we've got the, so we've got the opening scene we've got um,
1: but we're learning about we're learning about the town's dark past on top of all this stuff and you have you've got the girl in class who I also love because I it wasn't voiced by her but the animation made me think of Clea duval which is a weird choice for a children's animation
0: <laughs> she, she was so Hermione
1: just because she was wearing a witch hat and does not make her hermione okay so it was a totally separate person totally separate person she had to
0: own individual things. And braces, and just, oh, all you people, what is the matter with you? I I don't
1: don't remember having braces in the movie. I don't remember having braces in the movie and this was, this was (laughs) I liked her though. She's like, why? We always have witches with pointy hats and green water noses. I don't think that's historically accurate. I don't care about
0: historically accurate. It's theater. (laughs) Been there. Acted that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, that's one of the things that repulses me about the whole Salem situation, except what you did. Don't make it cute. Mm-hmm. But that's where this town is right now. And that's actually the crux of the problem. And it's an amazing, because they did. They state. didn't just do a bad thing, they did a really bad thing. And um, the message of the movie, which they say a couple of times, is actually uh, it hit a lot harder now than it did then. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when people are scared, they say and do awful things. That they don't mean. And that's pretty much where we are as a nation right, there,
0: right now. Absolutely. It's what the dad says
1: We're to his kid. We're scared of brown people. We're going to do horrible things. We're going to play on people's fears. And then they say and do horrible mm-hmm. things. And Elaine Stritch says, you know, it, it's okay to be afraid. You know I mean? Just don't let it change who you are.
0: Well, and even his mom says, it's like, you know, your dad, your dad says things like that to you because he's, he's scared.
2: This is where it stops. It's one thing being a mental case in front of your family, but not the whole freaking town. There's not gonna be any more talking to ghosts or grandmas or. or. what is it now?
1: I think it's trees.
0: Ugh.
2: You are grounded. Do you hear me? This is ridiculous. I wish everyone could see what I see. And ask to be born this way. Funny. Neither did we. Ugh, oh, kids. You know,
1: sometimes people say things that seem mean, but they do it because they're
2: afraid. He's my dad. He shouldn't be afraid of me.
0: There was so, like, so much in this, like, like, you know, even stuff that's a lot on my mind now. That's the, um, yeah, you know, just like uh, the, the way, uh, kind of at the end of the movie, how they all kind of learn to incorporate death into their lives, like, kind of Day of the Dead type stuff. Yeah, what was that
1: Disney? The uh, was it Pixar? Oh,
0: About the Mexican Day of the Dead. Oh: it was gorgeous.
1: Weeper. Coco. Oh, Coco. Oh. People say it's not appropriate for kids, but they said they need to learn somehow. It's and absolutely, and movies
0: appropriate are for kids,
1: and especially since this one technically deals with American history, I think it wouldn't hurt. Kids start questioning what you learn in school, yeah, and say, "Well, wait a minute. Why are we celebrating this? This is weird." Mm-hmm. And especially when you find out that the witch that they burned was a 10-year-old girl.
0: Yep. You know, and even she, and even the point is like, you know, she's got to face what happened and forgive or go through and move on.
1: And again, uh, make, making it personal, I, I've talked to you about this. I've talked about this on the show that, you know, I went through hell in school, vicious bullies, uh, to kill you bullies, and it turned me into a bully for a while. Yeah. I had to blend with them for a while, and then for so long, the barrier was up. I wasn't going to let anybody in so I don't get hurt. So I was not nice. But it was all out of fear. Mm-hmm. Just like the witch at the end of all of a sudden, you just went, oh my God, I am doing that. I'm just as bad as they are.
0: Yep.
1: But yes, it's a whole heartwarming thing, but she's fucking terrifying. Her animation is frightening and it's amazing. All that shit, the face in the clouds is gorgeous and horrifying and I love it. And
0: also the little bits of like, and I think I've seen this in like trailers for horror movies where there's like two versions of them like bouncing back and forth in sort of a staticky kind of way.
1: Uh, yes, that was a trend in the uh, late 90s, early um, 2000. When somebody would be going, ah, but it would be sped up and uh, they'd be shaking their heads really quickly and, but it'd be all sped up and also
0: not in sync. Listeners, it's an amazing visual on his part.
1: You know what? You guys—they know what I'm talking about. It was a horror movie trope for like ten years that everybody got sick yep. of.
0: Scary shaky face. <laughs> oh, well, 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 got it. I'm with
1: you. I had to say it in Yiddish. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: face and the shaking and the. <laughs> the shaking and the, <laughs> the facing and the, but you know, even, so even like face? one of the faces why, looks why is like it's so trying face? to like when the shaking happens. There's always like one face that's like trying to escape it.
1: Yeah, well, with her, I mean, it made sense with her, because she had... It was so, like... She's battling with The whole
0: herself. movie was so grotesque and yet such beauty.
1: Mm, she also had a lot of hands. Yes. She was a very handsy little girl.
0: There, there's another moment later on where... um the And, you know, just the, the, act, the acting beats that are, like, put into the stop animation. The dad says something terrible, storms out of the car, mm. the mom turns around... To talk, to look oh, at him, well, and like, and he, like, and you can see the need and yearning on his face that he wants his mommy, and then quickly makes a decision and goes to sell to Sullen, it. and it's like, oh my god, that's a kid. This person knows, well, knows people. Also, we need to talk about what he said because,
1: it, um, yes, this was the first movie to deal with a out gay character in a mainstream film, which isn't normal, and they're a little. It's not Norman, but... But the themes are the same. They, they, address, they address a lot of things. One of the things his father... Uh, they're arguing with his father about seeing dead people because he had an incident at the, at the play where all of a sudden the walls were crumbling and he was seeing through time. <laughs> I did like, though, when the play's over and all of a sudden he comes out of his trance and he's like, the dead are coming! And the teacher looked at him like, part patter. <laughs> <laughs> part. part patters. Part patters. <laughs> Not in my show. She didn't say that, but that was what I was adding. But uh, so he's mortified. He's embarrassed himself in front of the whole town. He's like, it's one thing for you to act crazy in front of your family. It's another thing to do it in front of the whole town. And Norman says, well, I didn't ask to be born this way. And the father says,
0: neither did we. Yep. And, you know, those of us who are gay, we know. And I
1: remember having that conversation. Oh, yeah.
0: Those of us who are gay, who are trans, who are, yeah, all of it. We know that conversation. Yeah, and
1: even even though I think something similar happened, like my mom stepped in and said something. Oh, he didn't really
0: mean that. He doesn't
1: understand. Yeah, he's it's not he didn't get scolded because he's a kid. this scolded because there's no reaction to that. No, he actually meant that. Yeah, and he knows because it is true. They
0: didn't ask for that. My parents didn't ask for a gay kid, kid. Yeah, you know, parents are like they're spending. If they're well intentioned, they're spending their, all of their time and energy just trying to prevent you from dying before you get to college,
1: right? And get you married to someone to get us a lot more money than right. you're worth to pay for college, so that we're not dying—we're not dying in a cardboard box.
0: <laughs> Would it kill you to give us some dignity? <laughs> Can you spruce up the box a little bit? Do some throw pillows, we'll, maybe we'll, 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 a window we'll, treatment. Well,
1: well, all this. Sh- Shang, shang, shashang, shashang. shang, Bring me peace in my old age and my dotage.
0: Now, what we haven't talked about yet is that this is a, that his being able to see, um, talk, and speak with the undead is a birthright from his uncle, who the family has exonerated. Well, it runs in the family. Yeah, it yeah, runs in the family, probably through the uncle, John Goodman. John Goodman. John Goodman. <laughs> with some really awful teeth.
2: My ghost isn't going anywhere until I pass on my duty to another. (gasps) And that would be you. Me? No, no, no. You must have it wrong. It's you, alright. I've been holding back the witch's curse for years. But now I'm dead. It has to be you. But, But I... I don't know what any of it means. It means the past is coming back to haunt you. Time is running out. The anniversary of the witch's death is tonight. Her ghost is going to wake up, and when she does, she'll raise the dead. <laughs> you gotta keep her in her grave. Uh, but but I- Kid! How am I supposed to stop it? Read from the book at the spot the witch was buried.
0: Yeah, but you know what? He moves really good for a big man. He really does. He really does. Especially a dead <laughs> a dead man. It felt like something out of the Narnia cartoons, a, the way he moved.
1: He's a very lively corpse. He's a very lively corpse. <gasps> and
0: I you know how he it, moved you know had, how he moved. What was that other movie that the one we did together the one
1: the r- bunny the, the the
0: bunny back bunnies yeah the the crazy crazy one the villain he moved like him
1: oh Hieronymus oh. botch yes I was thinking he was floating around like the bunnies in the bun- bunny effect. hi hi I'm dead hi <laughs> <laughs> I have to give you this book hi
0: no went Hieronymus on it
1: it's synonymous botch anyway I got oh, the name of the you- whole
0: thing wrong anyway uh no, but so he, um, he's one that finds Norman and tells him about it and, you know, and then is chased away because uh, Neil uh, threatens okay, him with spicy hummus.
2: Yep. Leave him alone. Don't make me throw this hummus. It's spicy. Oh. <laughs> Do not make me throw this hummus.
0: It's spicy. <laughs> That's comedy with a K, people. That's his stuff.
1: It was supposed to be in the original script. It was Baba Ganoush, but they're like, we're gonna get an R. It's true. Can't,
0: can't be, be the wrong Baba Ganoush. We can't have people showing their ganoushes in this movie.
1: No, no, no. Ba 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 ganoush. Ba 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 ba, ba, ba.
0: ba, ba. ba ganoush. It's
1: the Beth, it's the Beth Boys. <laughs> the blah. <laughs> uh,
0: um. So the uncle comes back uh, when, you know...
1: Well, that's all that the actual way you got wrong is that it's not just that this ability to talk to dead people has been passed on. There's actually a sacred duty attached right. to it. Right, thank you, thank they you. They have to protect the town from the witch's curse because the witches, witch, when she died, cursed the seven people who condemned her to death, and they all died. Right. <laughs> Which makes and you wonder, still how did for anyone revenge. know
0: about that? Well,
1: if they all suddenly dropped dead at the same time... <laughs> It's a small town. People gossip. It's true. Because when they, when they were dead, they found that little sticker on the back that said killed by number seven.
0: Oh, thank you. That's true. <laughs> Thoughtfully killed by I number recognized. seven. Lovingly. Uh-huh. All right, so... Look for the union label when you were killing the elders of town. <laughs> all right, so the uncle comes... So the uncle, uh, you know, goes home and then, oops, dies from a heart attack. And the ghost comes back um, while uh, while our hero Norman with lots of hahahing,
1: lots of ha-ha-hing. I thought you would appreciate all the ha-ha-hing. Ha-ha-hing.
0: <laughs>
1: Well, and actually, this movie captured something that you don't often get to see, which I like. It captured, you know, the certain points, you know, that boys have when they're growing up, and you don't. Certain ones you see in movies all the time, like you always see the first kiss, the first date. You never get to see the first time someone has to wrestle a book out of somebody's hand with rigor mortis. You know what? Good
0: point. I mean, it's something we all go through. It's a ritual. Fair point. <laughs> mm-hmm. That joke went on. It was a, too was a TV
1: guide for me. I need to know. I need to know what time. <laughs> Dynasty is coming on, Grandpa. Charlene Tilton is in trouble. No, she was on Dallas.
0: <laughs> story. No, that, that, uh, that wrestling, the, the book, went on too long. Ever
1: since that pinball movie, she's just been tilting all over the place. I got nothing. I actually want to what? pull up my phone. Tell me what you want, what you really, really Because want. I want to read you something. Yes, because I, I found this in my research and was appalled. And it actually ties into something that's going on in the horror community right now. Because I don't know if you know this. The second part of It came out. Yes, I do know that. Last
0: week? Will I watch it? No. Uh,
1: honey, honey, you would. Die. I was actually worried about you through this one.
0: We're Paranorman. This is, this
1: is a lot. I mean, this is a lot more frightening than it, it, was, just, it was. Just large bunnies that were
0: <laughs> before. I can watch Paranorman, hon. <laughs> you say that now. I did. I
1: watched it. I have, have, have to talk to your husband. I have to talk to your husband. He watched it from behind the sofa. <laughs>
0: Come. I watched it on the train to Boston. <laughs> What's that screaming going from seat thirteen?
1: Oh, is. I don't know. He's either a paraplegic or he's going to Paraguay or a paralegal. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to Boston Legal. What are
0: you looking up, Patrick? What's the research?
1: I'm trying to look it up, and I can't look it up because you're being hilarious. Um, It was just a quote from Conservatives, one of the few that actually got published. And uh, for the most part, when the brother comes out at the end of the movie, which is a great Mm -hmm. scene. Uh, by By the way, Anna Kendrick can do no wrong.
0: That's true. Anna Kendrick playing Norman's sister. She's phenomenal. The timing's
1: Flawless in everything. Flawless in everything. She's just all over. She's a over this guy the whole movie. And actually, you don't see it coming.
0: So I was thinking maybe we could catch a movie sometime. Nothing scary.
2: That sounds great, Kathy. You know, you're going to love my boyfriend. He's like a total chick flick nut.
0: And I got to tell you, you, know, you don't see it coming, but I got to tell you, I felt really uncomfortable about the fact that I was like, you know, he, he comes to the door in a towel, and I'm like, I'm checking him out. I'm like, Ooh, oh, my stop God, motion stop n- motion character. <laughs> stop motion nipples. <laughs> in, in high school, I'm like, what will they think? What will they think of that? terrible. I felt so guilty.
1: Okay. Paranorman. This is from uh, William Bigelow at Breitbart. Saying, Breitbart. God. Oh, God. Neither bright nor Bart. Discuss. Paranorman has a character named Mitch, who, of course— is a heavily muscled jock who seems heterosexual until the end of the movie, at which time a girl named Courtney asks him if he wants to see a movie. Shuri says, you just love my boyfriend, he's really into chick flicks. It just goes along with the time-honored technique of the gay community hiding the fact that a character is gay until the audience has developed a real affinity and affection for them, then catching the audience off guard by divulging that the character is gay and ruining their entire opinion of him.
0: Huh. I don't think anybody didn't like Mitch anymore after that.
1: Well, well, Courtney had to adjust. <laughs> because, come on, come on, come on. She, she was, she was, she was, she was, she was, she was. Rocky Flintstone would have had awful adjectives about what was going on downstairs for Courtney. <laughs> for most of them. You know, the teenagers, they're hormonal, that kind of a thing. And um, in the movie It, actually, it's in the book as well, but there's this referenced in the history of this town uh, was a series of gay bashings and it's like a 3,000 page book this movie opens with the murder of that gay character which was actually only um, discussed in the mm-hmm. past in the book it's happening right now it's brutal it's violent his lover has to watch those people never get punished yep. and it didn't need to be there and a lot of us older gay folk were like, why are you putting this in here now? Do you realize how much crimes against LGBT people are like triple what they were last year and you're putting this in a movie now? And you have people say, oh, well, it's in the book. There's a lot of stuff in the book that's not in the movie. Why is this? Why did they take this from the book out of the 80s, put it into the 2000s? It's like porn for Trump tarts. And... I'm just angry that you, know, you have people getting mad about a character like this in a kids movie like this just saying, I'm gay. Meanwhile, you can butcher us, and that's totally
0: fine. I see your point.
1: Because it was in a I book. See your point. It was in a book with no moral to it. And apparently I, uh, there's, they changed the book in that one of the main characters is now gay, but he's had to keep it a secret the whole time and now has – He's hidden it. all Again, it's a sneaky, 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 sneaky. And and apparently they even dressed him like... They're saying, oh, it's just a coincidence. They dressed him like Mark Patton. The way Mark Patton dressed in Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. They knew what they were doing. Why did they do this? Anyway, it's just irresponsible and I don't like it. And I just had to get it out somewhere. And it's probably old news by the time this airs. But... Representation matters, man. I, I mean, I'm not – I was not this kind of a queen before, and it's thanks to the people of the Gay Lords of Darkness podcast mm-hmm. that I'm being more woke. That, yeah, it's not just enough that we show up in movies and get killed. No, we actually – would be nice if we have – them um,
0: Because, we you know, we were starting to move away from that where there are, like, people who are, yeah, that just happen to be – Well, I mean, we
1: – not that I say that we should – we, our characters shouldn't get killed or be bad or be evil or be villains or have problems. No, 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 no.
0: no that was one of the great things about but Ugly we should, Betty with Michael we should know. <laughs> he was evil, but he was fully you know, but fully fleshed out.
1: I thought he was a little skinny. I thought maybe he could put in
0: the sandwich. That's because we're becoming parent's age.
1: Does he eat? Does he not eat? He clearly does not have a Jewish mother. What, are you going to be on set all day? Take some hummus. It's spicy.
0: Don't (laughs) Don't throw it. (laughs) No one ever eats enough for me. I'm always worried. I'm always two meals ahead. (laughs) So anyway, there was a movie we were talking about at one point, right?
1: Well, we are still talking about the movie, but the movie's adorable. It's charming. It's funny. It's sweet. It deals with a lot of sexuality on the side, too. Like, the way the father talks about how he's worried about Norman, he's like, aren't kids your age supposed to be out in the yard pitching tents and Doing other stuff, I said that yep, was a weird yep. thing But then later on, he's like, "He's probably upstairs, playing with his Ouija,
2: or polishing his orbs." Ah. Uh, he's probably up there right now, fiddling with his Ouija or his orbs or whatever it is he's got up there.
0: I didn't catch that. Good catch. You know, and even even the bully trying to impress the, <laughs> trying to impress the two girls, and
1: it was a lot of the that, and the whole thing of the, the, the town turned on a little girl because she was different
0: Agatha Prendergast of his majesty's province of Massachusetts on this day you have been arraigned for the horrible crime of witchcraft witnessed by those whose testimonies have been heard you have by this court been found
2: guilty no ...and it is passed on you, according to your grievous crimes, EXECUTION! No! No!
0: Do you have anything to say for yourself? I was only playing... I with fire! You were speaking
2: with the dead.
0: Wait. I'll not no. risk damnation on these
2: good people. No, no you can't you do this. You are to be taken in the place of execution, where you will be hanged by the neck <gasps> until you be Stop. dead. If you do I'll make you sorry. I'll make all of you sorry.
1: But again, it's that whole queer outcast thing. It's like, I've got a, it's a very queer little movie here for a family film. And I think it's fantastic. I could have used the musical number, though. Can everything? Well, if you're going to be a queer or anything, you really should have at least one, at least a montage.
0: And they didn't let Elaine Stritch do it.
1: A tragedy. Like I said, we want born. it to be. Or Alex Bornstein. We want the budget to be under $45 million.
0: <laughs> Honey, I worked with her. With Alex Bornstein? No, with Elaine Stretch. Lucky Elaine.
1: All she had to do is come in and sing the twelve days of Christmas. No, need a little Christmas. We need a little Christmas, right this firm. We had to rehearse that with her nonstop for eight days. And she just yelled at us all the time and we weren't singing. Well, we were literally just waiting for you to do stuff and you're oh, insane. This just came into you're chorus. a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. She's like, no for this line, I think I, this is happening, and so I want you to do this. Like think this. And now I'm going to think I'm this person I'm Just sing Elaine, sing the song Sing the goddamn song The concert is four
0: Hours Give us our lives back
1: Nobody Nobody needs to hear A deconstruction of We need a little Christmas Right, this very
0: You are not Seth Rudetsky Cut it out Never heard of him Never heard of him Hey, let's talk sight gags
1: <laughs> I'm just trying no, to No, because there's
0: one. some really good uh-huh. ones Like when, um When he Oh, see, if Trey was here If Trey was <laughs> If Trey was here, I would have made this joke. There
1: is a part where the parents are driving the zombies around in the oh, car. Amazing. And, and, and it's that silent realization that they smell. Yep. And you kind of see it pass around with everybody. And at this point, I would have turned to Trey and said, Damn enchiladas! Which you don't get. They all got that. It's a Friday the 13th part five joke. You haven't oh. seen the movie, you will never I'm see sorry.
0: I'm gonna be in Friday the 13th tomorrow, just like hanging out during the day, doing a voiceover. Are you crazy? That voiceover (laughs) has a death curse. Yeah, but now we know that death curses are cute with stop animation. You'll never come back again. Oh, and then maybe I'll get Mitch. (laughs) Poor Mitch. You know what, the psych when the zombies are coming out of the grave, And like it's something that you don't because whenever a zombie comes out of the grave it's like the hand the hand the head and like with a couple of it was like the bite the (laughs) foot (laughs) it was it was a breech birth (laughs) like that's comedy
1: what i thought was great too was was when the, the the zombies are led by the judge that that led the execution of this little girl so many years ago and the part early on where he corners norman what Norman has to do to stop this from happening is what his uncle had to do every year was have to read this book before sundown at the place where the rich is buried and it will, it will stop the curse for another year. It don't happen. So every, all hell's breaking loose and the judge just walks up to him and he's trying to read from the book and he just goes, stop. You must stop. And I said, oh my God, I remember when Doug was doing that reading. Series online, and then all of a sudden, that guy just came to the internet and was like, "Stop! <laughs> you must stop!
0: You're ruining all oh, Like what every reviewer has ever said to me.
1: <laughs> stop! Oh. <"You> oh. Must <laughs> stop! Must stop! What little jazz hands? No,
0: you must stop! No jazz hands. Just a little one. <laughs> or when the zombies are breaking into uh, Prendergast's house, and, th- and they slam the door in, his- in their face, and just the teeth are sticking through the door.
1: Oh, you know what I thought was sweet when um, Neil was playing with the ghost of his dead dog, even though he couldn't see him.
0: Why was the dog, like, slinky? Like, what happened to the middle of that dog? He said he got
1: run over by, he said he got run over by an animal control vehicle, an animal rescue vehicle, which was tragic as well as oh, ironic.
0: Tragic and ironic.
1: <laughs> so, so the dog was in two, was in two uh-huh. pieces. But
2: <laughs> Bub? Is he there? How's he look? <laughs> uh, good. He's happy to see you. Who's a good boy, huh? Good boy. Can he feel if I pet him? Yeah, I guess. Mmm, mmm, bubby wubby boom. Uh, that's not his chin. Go get it! He can't fetch it, you know. Yeah, well it's still fun. Good boy! Bring it back. Go get him. Good boy. <laughs>
1: But he's playing fetch with the dog. And Norman's going, You can't fetch anymore. He's like, Yeah, but we're still having fun. Huge lesson. That's that sums up that character and Doug Shapiro in general. I play fetch with myself all the time.
0: Fetching with myself. Uh, uh.
1: Doug, stop trying to make fetch happen.
0: It's not not gonna happen. But it's lovely
1: little moments like that. Really yeah this kid who played Neil was just so good, and let
0: me—Tucker uh, Albritzi. and he kind of looks like Neil, the same way that uh, Cody Smith McPhee kind of looks like Norman. Well, they do
1: that. Now. Well, they do that now. But everyone they else do did. that now. They do tend to make the end. Anim- <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Catherine, Catherine, I can't think of her name. Who played the mom? Does not have a chin no. that's like <laughs> on the side of her. Are you pausing moms workout DVDs again? <laughs>
0: Now, here, here's a question for you. All right, so we're sort of at the place where the zombies have broken into Prendergast's house while he's trying to get hold of the book. Um, there's this, like, electronica baseline that's happening as the chase is going on. It felt like it was there for a specific reason. Was there a reference?
1: Not that I caught. The only really out-and-out out references I got was that his ringtone was the Halloween. Which is scene. awesome. And Neil was standing outside in a hockey mask, going, Want to play some
2: hockey later? <laughs> Wanna play some hockey? I've kind of got other things on my mind right now. Is it all that walking dead stuff again? <sighs> Mr. Prendergast appeared to me in the bathroom. Ew! No, his spirit! He's, he says the witch's curse is real and I have to go up to the old graveyard and stop it before the sun sets tonight! So, you want to come play a bit later? Didn't you hear what I just said? Yeah, but I thought my idea was less likely to get us eaten.
0: Totally logical. Totally rational. Listen to that again. Like the scene where, you know, the teeth are slammed in the door. Listen to that bass because I think it might be a reference from something. It just felt like it and I'd love to know. That's your homework for after the podcast. You're not doing nearly enough. I believe
1: it's from We Got the Beat by the Go-Go. I'll take it. Which everyone knows is a zombie's favorite song. Because they had the beat, now they don't.
0: Yeah, the heartbeat. Exactly. exactly.
1: <laughs> we had the beat. We had the beat. Who had the beat? You lost the beat.
0: <laughs> Luscious brains walking on the street. Uh,
1: and the other thing that happens, much like Wallace and Gromit versus the Were-Rabbit, the town has to rise up as an angry mob.
0: Exactly. Oh, God.
1: Once they, once zombies start showing up, because now everybody's turning on everybody. We have to kill the zombies. We have to kill Norman, and history is yeah, going to repeat itself. And people throwing flaming teddy bear. Because because it does. Look outside. It's happening weird right things
0: now. happen with teddy bears in this movie. There's like the teddy bear Molotov cocktail. There's a teddy bear exploding into horrible moths.
1: <laughs> Where did you get your teddy bears? Didn't they were designed by Teddy Roosevelt? Man, he was.
0: Oh, no! now we've got a history lesson. He hasn't? designed them as weapons for the Spanish-American War. The mo- <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the movie is about the Spanish-American you War. Pull, That's the point we're trying to you make. You
1: pull a pin out of the teddy bear and you throw it over, over Sagamore. <laughs> Charge!
0: It's a, t- <laughs> it's a teddy bear. And then you bury them in Panama.
2: <laughs> Panama.
0: Everything's an 80s um, music okay. reference factory.
1: It is. It my- is. Because we're 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 well, pretty much zombies too.
0: Um, close.
1: I liked there was a random scene with a random character
0: who was trying to get <gasps> his neck. Out yes. of a oh my God! I would have been him. I would have been him. It, if I paid for the Once food, after have, to
1: he, have. Said, he, said, he said another character that's Doug. He said that would be Doug waiting there. He's like, I might get eaten by zombies, but I really, I have really have a hankering for these greasy they're, pieces.
0: They're waiting for. <laughs> He's waiting for the thing to come out. It was a bag of something called green of Through the spirals, out of the vending machine, even though the zombies are approaching. And he's screaming for his They're life. They're
1: slow. They're slow. They're slow. I got this. They're slow. I got this.
0: But he gets the snack. And as a Jewish mother, that's very important to me that at least he's eating. He won't he die eat. hungry. I hope his underwear that's was true. clean. One
1: out of two ain't
0: bad. Don't be sad.
1: Well, of course I'll be sad. Hmm. my job. I'm a mother. What I like about this movie, it just didn't shy away from, it. like, the end of this movie is really horrific. Like, you find out they murdered this little girl, and it's—she murdered people, and it's all this bottled up rage that's been making her a monster for 300 years. And what all she needed was her goddamn bedtime story that was going exactly. to stop her, that her mother would
0: have read her. But, it's like, it doesn't shy away from kids needing to have a relationship with death, with their ancestors, with their own rage— with their sexuality? With hummus. with hummus. No, no, too spicy. You could hurt yourself.
1: They'll give you the trots. It'll give you the trots. <laughs> you the trots. <laughs> hey, they had poop jokes. It was great. They had the whole scene in the oh, toilet. Yeah. Uh you know not I'm gonna win there <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Penegrass appeared to me in the toilet stall. No,
0: not like Ew. that.
1: <laughs> no, not like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But you know, but at the end, he you know he makes a story about. Uh, can we say this? Are spoilers for?
1: You know, it's it's not a movie to spoil. It, it's like okay.
0: Well, he helped he helps her to have it, and this is where it was so touching. They,
1: the, it wasn't like a spell. It was okay, You know, there? wasn't a spell book that he was supposed to read to stop her. It was just a book of fairy tales.
0: And and the fairy tales were sort of a a band aid that the uncle was using, and it's when he finally gave her a story about herself that she could own and reflect and listen to and look at as much as she resisted and as much as she raged he and learned the moral of her he stayed there with her through it as she worked through it that kind of strength that kind of friendship
1: and was trying to kill him because that's what people will yeah, that.
0: that kind of tenacity
1: when you're up against the wall like that when you're about to look into that mirror and see something you don't like you're going to fight really damn hard absolutely and safe.
0: like and that's the way we all want to be loved
1: and his hair was perfect. Well, of course it was. Thing.
0: It was a movie. Yeah, he, had, he had a staff and makeup piece.
1: The world was crumbling around. <laughs> She's throwing everything at him. She's trying well, to he kill had, him. He had
0: some really good problems.
1: And not shying so. away from I him. I
0: mean, it doesn't move for nothing.
1: Like I said, everyone was concerned about him talking to ghosts. I'm worried about that he's got supernatural hair.
0: That's your, That's Paranorman 2. Electric Boogaloo. That's, Japanese- that's actually a Japanese horror movie.
1: Called Hair Extensions. Yeah. Actual movie. Yeah.
0: <sighs> I will not be the guest for that one.
1: Japanese people are terrified of hair. I don't understand. It's a cultural thing. Women's hair frightens them. No. Give me a head with hair. No. <laughs> did you see that
0: musical hair? It was terrible. Ah. Ah. <laughs> How'd we do? Did we do the movie? Did we win?
1: We did fine. It just—it hit me. Like I said, just the way this Parathon's going and the way the world is right now. The way uh, this movie. just... The things that, took away, that I took away from him it was like, yeah, okay, yeah, well, that—that's a good. That sometimes that's when a people good are scared, they do
0: horrible good piece things. It's a I mean, that because you, whatever it is you're going through, and whatever lens you're looking through at the moment, that's what you see in the movie.
1: I'm looking at I that lens try. at you. Yeah,
0: but like whatever's on, you know, whatever's on your mind. Like I've got, I've got aging parents who are at the moment are fine, but what's on my mind a lot is Ugh. fine. But fine <laughs> but I mean, but I want to know like, what they need, and I want it in writing before before they decline so that it's all set and I know I'm going to be able to take care of them in the way they want to be taken care of while they're healthy. And then I see this movie, so that's what I'm thinking about. Actually, ha- they're having the conversations about death. The, the dad is, you know, at the end, the family is sitting around the ghost of the grandmother talking to her through Norman, but they're all together. Um, or the fact that he... The way that Norman is able to talk with Abby—that's her name. Abby Noble. Um, Aggie. 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 Aggie yeah. The, to talk to I her know, at the end because it was, yeah. it was,
1: it was Aggie, just, like, that's a witch to help now.
0: her yeah. move through that final process. And with that, ten, with that loving tenacity—that I know you're angry, I know you're screaming at me. I'm here for you. I love you. I'm going to help you. You
1: must be really tired. It's been a really long night. <laughs> and that
0: that that's the. i saw the the movie through that lens you saw it through the you know through the gay lens
1: well i mean that that's, that is there but the one that i'm taking away from it is the moral that they repeated twice is that when people are scared they will say and do terrible things and the moral of this movie is that you have to learn to forgive them but you also have to learn to forgive yourself because i think we as a society are going to have to be doing a lot of forgiving
0: deliberately making them scared
1: well i'm just like i i mean my i'm half german i know what my the next generation ahead of me had to go through when they're like okay that nice lady who taught me piano also did horrible things to people in camps but she was nice to me and she gave me toffees and she taught me piano but there was that because they were
0: scared. And they did what they I were. I was cult. in Germany all last week, and it was kind of amazing that I felt safer there. <laughs> as a gay Jewish man. Weird. Your what? Your what? Oh I'm sorry. Have, yep, no, podcast reveal. <laughs> thought, oh my god, I thought I thought that you were a swarthy lesbian. Patrick, <laughs> I had to tell you. I'm Jewish. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Oh. <laughs> That's why you always wear that hat. Does anybody still wear a hat? Well, here in our little village, <laughs> Anatevka. Oh my god, could we please. If Elaine Stritch just suddenly wandered into Anatevka. Oh wait, Jackie Hoppin.
1: Elaine, <laughs> Elaine Stritch on the roof. Sounds crazy <laughs> <laughs> no? She's been trying to remember the words to ladies for to lunch for 14 weeks. And no one's allowed to leave, no one's going home. Sometimes when people forget things, Elaine, they stay and do horrible <laughs> things. Uh, but the th- it still amazes me that this movie, actually, I don't even hear it get talked about. I mean, it's not in the pantheon of hot animated movies, even with gay people, yeah. which is
0: weird. Well, I mean, as far as with gay people, I mean, it, it's such a quick one-liner from someone who's been, you know, fixing cars and hanging out and being a hero and being the beefcake.
1: But it happened. Look at the other things. I mean, look, every time, like Disney. We had characters that almost touch hands for five seconds in the Beauty and the Beast movie, and they were promoting that oh, for yeah. weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. So the fact that that happened, they just tossed it out. It was no big deal. And the fact Which that it was is, no big deal is that's a huge
0: step. kind of a message. The fact that they treated it like that.
1: Mm-hmm. And the fact that it didn't cost much of a kerfuffle except with the
0: people that right. you would expect. Who were looking live for, for kerfuffle money.
1: I mean, I, I do love a good kerfuffle. I'm, now I'm hungry.
0: It's true. It's like dusting a powdered sugar.
1: A little, a little chocolate kerfuffle?
0: I actually had that. in Labor I had that in Germany. It was, Labor it was delicious know, with, anyway. a, with a bit of coffee and kerfuffle.
1: <laughs> oh, don't get caught bringing that across the board.
0: <laughs> I know. They used to call me a kerfuffle smuggler.
1: Eeping on a kerfuffle. <laughs> All, right,
0: All right, Doug.
1: For whatever's worth we have done. Another year.
0: Congratulations on, on your countdown, Patrick.
1: No, no, no.
0: I can't congratulate you.
1: Not about me. But thank.
0: It's you about the kids for doing this three years in a row. Are we same? Uh,
1: Are you just gonna say all my lines? Are you just gonna say all my lines for me? Do I have a teleprompter?
0: <laughs> Did I call for line? <laughs> I'm sorry, Patrick. Tell me why we're doing this.
1: You're like, you're like Neil. You're like Neil when, 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 no- when Norman was trying to read his lines and he's just like m- m- mouthing the words. <laughs> like, m- m- I'm,
0: a I'm a tree. By the way, that's my costume for every show I'm doing from now on.
1: Uh, oh, my gosh, you're going to get so, so many paper cuts. <laughs> I was trying to say something nice. I was just saying thank you, Doug, for coming back and it helping It is my me pleasure out. and my honor. No, it means a lot to me. It means lots to me. You keep helping out the show. it Means lots to me that you. And then I got to see you in a movie. I'm like, that's Doug, it's a little animated Doug. And you can go and you can tell your husband, like, I'm in a movie. And uh, I have, I have boobs. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know, but thank you for helping out the kids. Alternative, the kids. God, Jesus, thank you for helping out the kids at Noel Turners. And thank you for being so goddamn fabulous. Jazz hands, jazz hands. Thank you, man. Oh hold on I was th- I was doing one of those unexpected on like oh we thought we was out <laughs> there <laughs> <laughs> Thank you thank you thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah <You're now laughs> thank, <laughs> <house. laughs> thank you Now we're coming out into the house podcast always we're hey. coming hey. through the headphones
0: Hey yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: And that, my beautiful, beautiful screamers, is going to wrap up episode 282. Thank you very much to Doug Shapiro for coming out and playing with me again. And shame on Trade Dean for standing me up. Stranded at the drive in, branded a fool. What will I say to you someday at school? Oh, Trade Dean, someday. When we're recording the Friday the 13th the series show. Anyway, I'm not singing anymore. I'm not singing anymore. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Doug. And hey, if you're in the New York area, do, do try to go see Doug Shapiro live on stage. He's performing in The Sorceress, which is, or is it The Sorcerer? I don't know. It's one or the other, but it's at the National Yiddish Theater. It's performed in Yiddish with English subtitles, and it's playing through January 5th. I think I'm going on the 3rd. So if you're in the area, maybe we'll go together. I'll be like, do you know what's going on? I have no idea what's going on. It's all the hacking and the flaching. I thought this was about pottery. I thought we were getting sauces. i we back to Belinda blanks. Anyway. Uh, I also have to say thank you to Squadcast. Even though they gave me trouble this particular episode. Like They are working like a dream now. Like All the growing pains that we went through together are over. And this is... St- I have not enjoyed... I didn't think it was possible to enjoy editing. As much as I do editing... Podcast, uh, Squadcast episodes because it's so damn easy. I mean, you have no idea how much time, how time consuming this crap is, or it had been up until now. Like these 10 years I've been slaving over a hot stove, getting these shows out to you. But now it's just, it's like a microwave. It's like a microwave for your, it's like a microwave for your podcast. It's done in two seconds, not really. Anyway, uh, if you want to find out more about Squadcast, use that link in the show notes. It's, uh, bit.ly slash Use that. It's, a uh, my affiliate link and you'll get, not only a seven-day free trial, you will also get 50% off your first month if you sign up, if you use the code HOLIDAY19. HOLIDAY19, yes, that's correct. And of course, thank you, Captivate FM. Uh, I'm finally back on my web uh, WordPress site. Yes, uh, we finally got the little blocky thing off and everything's good. But without them, without the little backdoor that they gave me, <laughs> there would have been no show for two weeks. Again. But nope, Captivated had gone and, and they they're awesome. I love them. I talk, I'm, I'm, I'm chatting with them every day. They must hate me because I'm always thinking there's going to be a problem. And I'm like, no, you don't have to do all that. Just upload it. You're done. Yeah, but what about this? What about this? Like, it just that happens automatically. Don't worry about that. Oh, okay. So yeah, if you're tired of having podcasts, it be a pain in the ass all around. Check out Squadcast. And check out captivate event link again also from the show notes affiliate link you'll get special things I think you get uh, uh, two week free trial or something I I really I should know I should know but right now I'm just I just want to be done I just want to be done I just want to go take that I t- <sighs> as Doug Shapiro as Madeline Kahn would say everything below the waist is kaput so next time my beautiful screamers. <sighs> It's the final episode. It's the final episode of every day's Halloween. It will never be Halloween again. And to completely <laughs> fit in with the holiday season, we're doing Dario Argento's Demons. Yes! Nothing says the holiday season like beings from hell ripping apart your flesh. Isn't that right, Flem? Flem just gave me the finger. Ooh, felt good though. Anyway, who's the guest? Oh, I'll tell you who the guest is. But who, you may ask, are my special guests for this final episode? Oh, my beautiful, beautiful screamers! You better hold on to your panties because I have saved the guests to the leftists. Because I just can't have amateur kids coming in here helping me fight off demons. Nor can I have part-time horror fans coming in to fight off. No, 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 no! I need the big guns in every way possible. So for that, I have to call on the powers of. The horror queers. Yes, Joe and Trace are going to be here, and we are going to be at the Metropol Theater, and it's going to get gross, just like the holidays should be, as they are right now. So, hey, please donate. I don't know what else to say to you at this point. Bit.ly slash sqpod na, or bit.ly slash sqpod fb, and don't think I'm just yelling at you. I'm yelling at everybody today because I have realized that less than a quarter of my guest hosts, uh, my guest hosts, less than, less than a quarter of them have donated anything. And this whole time, maybe four of them. That will not do. That will not do. So I'll be sending some angry emails today. Like I didn't give you this platform to show off yourself. No, mm-mm, no, no, no. It was to entice new listeners on to get them to hear about the cause and donate money, right? Was it about you? So cough of the goddamn cash. And that, that's all of you. Host, listeners, everybody. Just cough it up, cough it up, cough it up, and then plug it up. I got nothing. Okay, until next time, my beautiful, beautiful screamers. Hopefully, I will be in a better mood. And until then, I'll be making the world a bitchier place. And I will never, ever forget the Scream Queen's golden rule. Fight or flight, survive the night, make it to the final real baby. And oh my God, is Christmas over yet? Ah!
2: Eww.